passed in a world called Spanth. The land was ripped asunder and the ocean turned black in a cataclysm called the Marring. Boros survived, a land of long-lost magic, mythic beasts, and meddling gods. It is here we follow a tale, a tale of heroes, heroes we call... Of Dragon Town. Welcome to the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town, an original Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I am Jamie, your host and game master. And to my left, we have Justice Donatello Whiskers, the pure. Rodri Wilbert Swivids. Gallivan Aurelis. And me again. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so, uh, last time on the Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Last time on MQBD. On their way to escorting Penn home to Tip's Touch, the gang was shocked when a Lesney Masha Tyborn, remember her? And the Blackberry Guard attacked them. They attacked us, saying they were unfit to take care of Penn. The boys disagreed and put up a most valiant fight. Yeah. But sadly, <laughs> Tyborn took Penn and our hero's prisoner. Oh no. After some smooth talking and a bit of groveling, our heroes, except for Tam, were set free. It was still looking like Tyburn was gonna take Penn back to Blackberry Manor when she told Penn about the apocalypse and Penn's alleged role in said apocalypse. Penn freaked and instantly vanished, like poof, nothing there. And that sounded like I was gonna say more, but that's it. Will our heroes find Penn? Will they stop the end of the world? Find out now. Great, so we cut to all of you all at the campsite, uh, you all have just looked over. Basically, everybody has just registered that Penn has split. Uh, yeah. So in half? Uh, no. Uh, like, uh, sorry. That's a. I should explain. That's a term that means like they're they left. Like they're oh, not there anymore. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. I know. It's, it's it must be a original like thing. Pea soup. I don't know what that means. But like split um, pea soup. I still am lost. Uh, so. <laughs> So, like a our audience. Exactly. <laughs> we lost them. Uh oh, uh -oh bye. bye, audience. <laughs> so, Alesni whistles, and immediately her and her crew get together. She, You hear her call out, Don't let the girl get away. Um, and they all immediately like gear up real fast, pretty much just forgetting about you guys entirely. Wait, Lesney, I need to talk to you. Nope. I'm just kidding. She doesn't say anything to you. Yeah. She says, she pays you zero attention and says zero words to you. The only thing you hear are paraphrased words that I am narrating. Uh, so they piece the hell out. Uh, they snatch up the carriage driver, by the way, um, and like throw him on the back of one of their horses because he was, he was going to walk back to the city uh, and they didn't want him to have to do that, so they're taking him uh, with them. On their little search party? On their little search party, yeah. And uh, they all gallop off into the woods to grandmother's house. And you all are kind of left a little stunned at how fast they all, you know, rallied and got together and just took off. Their hoofs are like disappearing quickly into the distance. Exactly. Now, can you do it like a fade out? That just sounded like out. you were filling up like a little <laughs> bottle of water. Everybody that do sounds like they were getting closer. <laughs> oh, they were fading out. Yeah, you want it from left to right? Okay. Can they go a little faster? They're galloping. I mean, like... There we go. There we go. Get that Doppler back. Rutabaga, Rutabaga, Rutabaga. Cool. 
Cool. So, <laughs> disappearing off into the distance. <laughs> yeah, we, we like our sound effects. Now we have lost our audience. Yeah, if, not before. So, you all are left at the campsite. The fire is still burning. Uh, Tam, you are still tied to a tree. Oh, yeah. I left. I just left us here. Untie me. Where did Penny Guys, go? Untie me. She uh, ran off. It's, we, we should get moving as well to try to find her. Yes, we should. Right. The moon is out. It is nighttime, I should say. The sounds of the forest, you hear like crickets and, and chirps and stuff in the background. Um, it, but it is otherwise very quiet uh, night scene. I will go over to Tam and I'll um, untie him. Uh, now play nice. I, I always play nice, Gallagher. Well, you, you strangled a man to death almost who was <laughs> just trying to take care of a child. They betrayed us. They they were taking the child away from where it, she wanted to go. It was a trick. They tricked us. Well, it was a good trick. It was a good they, trick. They convinced me, and I almost killed one of them. Uh, it's true. So. You fell for it a little hard. While they're while they're talking, uh, perfectly I want reasonable to, thing to do. Like definitely avoid the fire. Uh, like mm. really go around the fire, and mm. then yeah. I want to look where Pen disappeared and see if I can find anything. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're not sure which direction she ran off. But um, you're gonna do a survival check, basically, to follow. Like you're looking for tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Survival check. Well, I rolled a one. Yep. Well, that's yeah. The it's first it's one of the night. it's night. Uh, you have no idea which way she ran. You, I meant to even give you disadvantage because of that, but you're good. You're like like you have no idea which way she went. And now that you look around, you're not even sure where you are in relation to the road. Uh, can I see them, my friends? Yeah, you can see your uh, friends okay. by the firelight. Which upsets you. I have an idea. Maybe I will play some music and she will hear the music and come to, to us. She has heard me play before. Is this true? Yes. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. I'll get out my fiddle and start mm -hmm. playing. Like, cool. Just a long, long notes, you know, then punctuated by some merry notes. You're not going to play the Lamentation Dance? <clears throat> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It'll be the Moonlight Waltz. Ah, okay, mm. cool. In my waltz. How does that one go? So you start playing these long notes, possibly a moonlight waltz, uh, and you play for about a minute, and uh, no response but the um, quiet of the forest. Okay. Well, sitting here is not going to do well, anything. We better go look for her. I think we should head to Tip's Touch. She's going to be there. True. Where else would she go? But does she know which way Tip's Touch is? I don't know which way Tip's Touch is. It's north. Uh, that is true, but I do not know how to navigate in the woods. Does anyone capable with this? I don't think a little child can outrun us. I think we better find her before... Well, let's move. Pick a, a direction. Now, I have a question. Her. Did she yeah. vanish magically? You said uh, she poofed vanished. Uh, no, no. I said when you look back, you didn't see her. Um, he also said we heard her feet running into yeah. the Yes, woods. I did say that as well. It was not like poof Last magic. Time. You didn't see like a flash of smoke or anything. Can we can we remember where we heard the the sound coming from that she ran up to? Yeah, well, I mean, like you you remember the direction, the area she was standing in. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as the feet off into the forest, it could have been in any direction in the forest. Mm. It's kind of like it was, you know. Yeah. Can I try okay. and? Uh, but you guys can. I want to like look around the spot where she was and see if I can see like any disturbed branches or leaves or mm -hmm. like 
you know, the telltale signs of somebody running through the forest if you're a tracker. Absolutely. Survival check. And Galvin, also give me a perception check. This is a little bit of... While Tam is looking, I'll be like, Tam, I just checked. You're not going to find anything. Twelve. 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 Uh, you do not find anything. Uh, it. There are no... She's a... a uh, yeah, she doesn't leave any tracks that you can find. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, so, during... While you were playing your music mm -hmm. you thought you heard uh you thought you heard somebody like a very very faint somebody like humming along okay i'm almost going... almost harmonizing with your with your music yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna keep playing like softly um a little softly mm -hmm. and after about 20 30 seconds of that you hear the same quiet harmonizing it's just a slight, but whatever you play, they like kind of hum along with it and just match you. Kind of try to follow where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. As you get up and start to, when you start walking in the direction, mm -hmm. uh, it stops. Hmm. Okay. Now I'll just keep playing and stand, stand where I am. Okay. After about 20 seconds, even though you're standing where you are, it picks back up again. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it picks back up again. A okay. little, a little louder. Okay. I'll just keep playing. Cool. And Do I see you walk gets, off? You can yeah. you can almost hear it getting, uh, and he hasn't walked off too far. You've walked maybe about ten feet away from mm -hmm. the main campsite where everyone's at, but you can hear this sound, and it actually sounds like it's getting closer to you. Okay, I'll uh, cast a really l soft light on my um, uh, bow, uh, fiddle fiddle uh, bow. The that's the way you call it, right? The, the bow. bow. Yeah. Yeah. The bow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. So yeah. So you like get a, a soft like moonlight a glow. Like to moonlight glow. Yeah. Cool. So you do that, and the area around you, I think it's like 10, 15 feet or something like that, yeah. lights up with this moonlight glow. And uh, you hear this humming come right towards you, and it sounds like it's right in front of you. And then it starts moving around you, mm -hmm. and you can tell it's like five feet from you, and it's just moving around you like in a circle. Okay. Do you all Sometimes of us hear it's, this? Uh, if you get closer to Galavan, you would. Um, you see that you all see. Let's let's go back a little bit because you guys see Galavan kind of go off with his mm -hmm. fiddle, just kind of playing these songs. I don't know what you guys want to be doing. You're probably looking for tracks. I was ripping on Tam for You're not finding anything. Yeah, Rondri, what are you doing? Uh, I'd probably be like fine tuning my backpack and mm -hmm. messing with that and like checking scroll and. They did in their hurry to leave. Leave all your stuff. Because they didn't put your stuff in with their stuff. Okay. And they basically, they, one of the, the guards were like, do we need to bring all this? And Leslie was no, like, no, leave it. And then they just bolted. Did they leave any of their stuff? They did not. Tam, you're not going to find anything I already checked. Doesn't hurt to keep looking. We've True. We've got to find this girl. I sense someone here, and I'll keep allowing playing. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I appreciate you humming along. You are pitch perfect to my tune. You hear a little voice next to your right ear go, Well, thank you. Okay. I and then it kind of moves away. Huh. But you see nothing. All right. Who are you talking to, Gallivan? There was a voice and a presence nearby. What, what, what kind of presence? I do not know. It was humming along with my song. I'm going to go look for her. Is anyone coming? What are you looking for? 
what am I looking for? Yeah, I'm already on I'm the search. I walk by you and I walk by you like and walk off into the woods. I'll walk off Galvin. the as, other as way. You guys are about to head off. The campfire goes out, like snuffed out, like. And then all you guys here, uh, you guys all here in in like normal speaking volume. Um. Now, now, now! Don't fight. That's what got you into this mess in the first place. Who's fighting? And then, appearing out of nowhere, sitting on top of Gallivan's head, uh, you all can see a tiny, mm -hmm. like barely even a foot tall, or maybe even maybe less than that. Yeah, maybe like I want to say like seven inches tall, uh, a tiny little figure, like a minuscule elf. Uh, it's a little female el uh, minuscule elf with green skin. Uh, she has like gossamer wings coming out of her back like a dragonfly. She gives off like a slight glow. Uh, there's a tiny silver tiara atop a wild mane of red hair, long flowing blue and green gown, beautiful gown of silk that like sparkles as she moves. And she's got a little tiny wand with a blooming flower on the top that looks like a silver star uh, that comes out the top. And she kind of, her wings like f flitter and she alights uh, off, off the top of Gallivan's head and kind of floats uh, toward you all. And he goes, Oh. You're looking for the girl, right? Yes, Pen. Do you know where she went, little one? What <laughs> 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 uh, are we laughing about? Uh, I'm not quite sure, Audrey. Oh. I could take you to her. Yes, of course I could take you to her, my little chipmunks. Oh, that's perfect. Who do we have uh, the pleasure of speaking to? Um... Oh, aren't you sweet? I knew I liked you. Very, very beautiful music, by the way. Oh, thank big you. Big fan, big fan. <laughs> I don't get much uh, fiddle out here in the middle of the forest. Well, I'd be happy to play some more. Oh, that would be lovely. You stop it, you little gumdrop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like you. You all may address me as Princess Guavadu. Princess Guavadu. As that is my name. And you may kiss the ring and then she holds her hand out but there's no ring on it i'm still working on the ring part <laughs> then what do we kiss uh, just um you can just, just just be respectful to me and uh kiss the ground if you like a leaf i kiss the ground great i, I will kiss that the, works i will kiss I the like ground it. a million times if, it, if you will take us to pen oh i would love to take you to her oh my little kitty cat my little fuzzy wuzzy absolutely Stop. don't touch me <laughs> Did you say don't touch me? <laughs> she was not touching you. She's probably flying around all of your heads, like bobbing and weaving in and out, uh, all of you. Just kind of observing all of you and looking around. She goes, I've been watching you all for quite some time since the bridge. Yes, oh. that was just too bad. What happened back there? Mm. Yes, we were ambushed and betrayed by our own people. Indubitably. Well, yeah. it has led us to you, so... Can't be that bad. Can't be all bad. That's right. I like this one, too. Can you... Well, take us to her. Absolutely, sweetie. I would love to take you to her. The only thing is, I don't know if I should. Because I don't know you all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the little one. I like tall, the fiddle boy over here. I like them mm -hmm. both a lot. You two seem a little grumpy. Um, but also, I just don't know any of you at all. Well, my name is Galavin Aurelis of House Aurelis. Mm, princess Guavalu. Mm -hmm. Pleasure to meet you, princess. Yes. I'm Tambocha. Hello, Tambocha. Princess Guavadu. Princess Guavadu. Um, could you tell us at least if she's safe right now? Oh, I don't know. I just know where about she is, roughly, in the forest. 
All right. I know these woods very well. And I could take you to her, and I want to take you to her. Believe me, I want anything more than for her to end up in the hands of that cold woman that was here a moment before. I really don't want that. But I just need to make sure that I can feel safe and good having left her with you. This is a little girl we're talking about. The most pure and innocent of all creatures. And she kind of lifts her head up and her, her eyelashes like, doink, 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 like flutter and, and get all big. Your grace, I am a justice of the White Rose. As I see. Under the queen. Oh, I know. And that should tell you that you can trust me. My name is Donatello Whiskers. I am the pure. Mm. You do seem quite pure. I am getting a certain... Ooh, and then she stops and kind of like really takes her first like real look at Whiskers and she's like, oh, I notice a certain innocence about you. Whiskers will cover his parts with his hand. <laughs> oh, and she's like eyeing him up and down and she's like, oh, I see. Well. I swear on the moon above us, who is my patron, that I will not hurt this girl. And I also swear on the White Rose, because I actually didn't mention this before, but no, I'm also he cannot a swear on the White Rose. Of the White Rose. He cannot do that. It's, yes. not, it's not a thing. Look, all these vows and swears are so sweet. Really, they are. They're dripping with honey. I love it. Um, but the thing is, I'm going to need more than that. What do you need? I'm going to need you to be... I'm going to just need to know your deepest, most intimate feelings in your heart. I'm going to need you to talk to the sprites. So I can know if your intentions and your emotions truly are pure. Yes, we'll talk to whoever we need to to find pen. What are sprites? Oh, <laughs> they're kind of like me, but not as beautiful and breathtaking. They so are, what are you? I'm a pixie, dear. Oh. Haven't you ever heard any fairy tales? And she gets up big in your face and, and like just puts her, her little face like right up against your nose, basically. This is like the first time I've ever... Yeah, yeah. You, it would be. It would be all of your... None of you have ever probably had any interaction with any fey creatures of the woods. Yeah. I'm a pixie! And she kind of like takes her, her little wand and like does a little like pirouette in the air and pixie dust is just like sprinkling around her as she flies up into the air. Ah, the most magical and wondrous of all forest inhabitants. But the sprats are, you know, they're good too. They can suss out a heart's pure intentions. So every once in a while, I need their help to deduce motives. I will submit myself to these sprites, and I've heard stories of your kind, and I'm fascinated and pleased to meet you. Hmm. Well, I don't get to meet you kind a lot much either, and I gotta say, I'm just, I'm just... Well, I'm tickled pink. This is a very exciting opportunity, and I hope I can do some good today. And if you all will accompany me to the sprites, I can use my pixie lights to try and throw that cold woman and her crew off path. Make sure they won't get to her first. We wouldn't want that. No, we wouldn't. We would not. No, definitely not. No, at all. Well, if you were all in agreement, she kind of looks to all of you. Yes. Tam is um, uncharacteristically quiet. Are you still tied to the tree? No. Oh, you got it. Gotcha. Um, uncharacteristically quiet. Okay. Um, well, then you're all going to want to follow this way. And then she <laughs> does like a little chugga-chugga motion with her, her arms. Uh, and then she zooms off through the trees. Uh, a little trail of pixie dust kind of leaving in her wake. Okay. Come on, come on. Keep I'm up, coming. man. Don't fall behind. 
We follow. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, so you guys follow her through the woods a little bit. Zoom, zoom, zoom. She's kind of zooming around and she's moving real fast. Uh, so much so to the point that sometimes she will double back, fly through you guys, and then fly on forward. She moves pretty quickly. Um, so she eventually leads you guys to this uh, area that has a, it's a big tree and it has a ring of mushrooms around uh, the tree that looks like they've been trampled by horses. Uh, and she approaches and she, as you guys are walking along the way, she says to you guys, um, she kind of makes banter. She's like, yeah, I know that you all may not have won the fight and you may not be the best candidates to protect this little girl or even the second best or the third or, or probably even the fourth. But I just, I just can't allow her. You're pretty much the only ones other than that cold awful woman. You know? We'll take only. Yes, you see, you seem good <laughs> enough, and, uh, and good enough is what we have to work with right now. Um, yes, and you know, a child lost in the woods, it's a, it's a very dangerous thing. A, a child carrying as much fear and sadness as she, it's not good. It's not good at all. Anyway, here we are, and you approach this tree that is, like I said, surrounded by these mushrooms, but otherwise pretty normal-looking tree. Uh, it's only when you get a little closer to it that you guys see that it's given a little bit of a wide berth by some of the other trees, just a little bit further away than some of the other ones. Uh, and as you get closer to it, you see that it is actually like a majestic, like beautiful specimen of tree. Like everything about it is just exquisite, kind of. The, the, the branches, everything is like a little bit symmetrical and, and just like catches a glint of moonlight uh, when you like glance it at the right way in a way that seems like an optical illusion but then you look back and you're like what it kind of tricks your eyes a little bit and and the trunk is engraved with like these twirling leaf designs and and uh everything is very beautiful symmetrical and you even see little flowers growing out certain parts of uh, branches and stuff flowers that do not grow on on like ordinary oak trees at all and you all uh she she flies you up to the tree and kind of disappears out of sight um and at this time a small figure uh, another one kind of zips straight out of the tree branches. You kind of hear some rustling up in the tree branches. And then all of a sudden there is a tiny figure uh, f hovering above the ground with these little, um, she had kind of like big, like graceful, swoopy uh, dragonfly wings. These are more like tight, angular, concise little dragonfly wings. And you see a another minuscule elf, but this one is a male. He has pale uh, pale, like, peachy skin uh, with spiked green hair. He's wearing, like, tiny leather armor uh, tied together with little grass, and, and uh, uh, there are ornamental key parts of the armor. Or, sorry, there are leaves that ornament key parts of the armor, like sigils on a knight's armor, kind of. Yeah. And he's got angular features, and he's got a scowl on his face. He's got high arched eyebrows and a birthmark on his red, uh, like a red leaf on his cheek that envelops his right eye. And he comes out and he has a tiny little bow drawn and he zooms up all in front of all your faces and he goes, excuse me, excuse me, you're the one, you're, you're the one who trampled this here, this here fairy circle. What are you doing here? Get off. We well, are, get out of here. No. We have not trampled it. This is horses that have done this. Clearly it was not us and we don't have enough feet for that. He like zips over to it and he sees it and you're like, well, you must be with them. You better get out of here right now or I swear we I'm going to unload on you. We are against them. Let we me are. tell you. Uh, How'd you get here? How'd you know about this tree? We followed Princess Guavadu. It's true. Uh, what? Say that name again? Yeah, we were invited here. Oh, 
Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh, and he kind of takes his hand and, like, wipes his face down. And he goes, not her. Not her. Uh, and then Princess Guavadu, like, having done a U-turn, like, around the tree, like, comes back. And she's like, Switch, so lovely to see you. And he goes, oh, God, what are you, what are you doing here? You need to, no, 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 not tonight. Not tonight. They woke us all up. Them galumphing by on their horses. You all can't be here right now. We need to get back to sleep. Me and my sprites, we need to go. We need to get back to sleep. And she goes, no, 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 look, look, look. I need, I need a favor, Switch. I need a favor. Look, I, I just, these boys, there's a little girl out there in the woods, and I just need to know if these guys right here, and she kind of gestured to all of them, are okay. I just need to know if they're all right. Uh, I need you to, I need you to look into their hearts and judge them whether they're pure or not, you know, deserving, and, and whether they'll be good to the little girl. He's like, well, what are you, why are you even getting involved in all this? What is it, what does it matter to you? She's like, well, I, I want to help them because I, I want to be sure. I just want to be ensured that they're good. I want to save this little girl. It's a little girl's life, Switch. Come on. And she takes her wand and starts, like, smacking him in the head. He's like, all right, hey, 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 stop that. All right, fine. I will do it. But only if you and these tall, giant freaks get the hell out of my forest. Sorry, not my forest. Nymph's forest, but. About that tall. We'd like to get out of here as soon as we can, as long as we've got Pen with us. We'd like to leave, yes. We'd like any help you can give us, but also we will leave. Right, good. No, that's fine. I just, uh, yeah, we need to get you out of here. So, whatever it takes to make that happen, we can do that. So, um, you want me to give them the old, you want me to scan their hearts? Yes, if you could, that would be absolutely lovely. Um, who wants to go first? I will. Great, just, um... Step forward, kind of give him a little space, you know? Want to make him a little... And she kind of backs you guys up from uh, Gallivan. Okay. Hello. Hello. Pleasure <laughs> and to he, meet he's you. And he's kind of still got a very grumpy look on his face, but he's... Sorry to wake you. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It wasn't you, but um, still thank you for apologizing. I appreciate it. So, and he kind of holsters his bow. He gives his hands a little, like, wax on, wax off, kind of rubs them together. Um, and then he goes, uh, all right, so I need you to, uh, just, I just need you to think about this little girl. I don't know who she is. I just think about her or whatever. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to read your heart. All right. Don't make it weird. Okay. And he kind of flies down and he takes both hands and he kind of rests them over your chest where your heart is. So basically the way this works is, uh, you... It it he knows your your current emotional state your emotions, mm -hmm. um and your your feelings, mm -hmm. uh so he's basically deducing your feelings and intentions and whether they are pure and good. Okay. Um. So basically, he puts his hands in your heart and could you please to describe to everybody like what emotions and and feelings um, and intentions Gallivan has? Concerned, worried, and protective, but also sad and scared. Probably in that order. Okay. There's like a red glow. You guys see from Gallivan, you're kind of standing a little behind him, and you see a, this like red, dim red glow kind of glow from where he's putting his hands on Gallivan's chest. And then uh, you see him fly up, and then he goes, um, and he's not scowling anymore. He's got like kind of a content look on his face. He's like, you know what? Well, this one's good. I like this one. I, uh, getting good vibes. 
All right, next. Okay. I shall go. That was incredible magic, little one. I am impressed. Well, thank you. Uh, but let's see what's in your heart first, pal. I don't, I don't know you. Let's go. <laughs> and then he, he zooms down and puts his hands on your heart. And if you would describe your feelings. I will introduce myself to him, Justice Dunton Lewis Christopher. Uh, my what? What am I saying? Uh, you are describing your emotions, feelings, intentions uh, um, in relation to Pen, mostly. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I want to keep her safe mm -hmm. for her, but also for me to prove myself. Mm -hmm. um, I have to get her to Goatsgate. I have to find the spire. Mm -hmm. But wh what are the motivations behind it? Like, like. Um. Well, for my. What do you mean, like emotional wise? Like, like, can he tell that they are like? Do they seem selfishly driven? Do they seem pure, like like selflessly driven? Well, it's sort it's pure, but it's because it's for my mentor, for me, and for it's mainly for me and my mentor in the world. I mean, like in order, it's like so I can prove, so I can save my mentor. Mm -hmm. Is like the main thing that gotcha. I'm worried okay, about. Okay, so it is selfless, but it's not yeah. kind of directed at Penn. It's like directed at somebody else. Yeah, but I do like Penn. Right, yeah, I definitely yeah, want to keep her safe. Yeah, he can sense, so he senses your, and, and as he does this, also your, the emotions kind of grow stronger. There's probably a lot of confusion. Of you. Has this happened? Yeah. Confusion, yeah. Yeah, because you know how you feel something sometimes and you like push it down, uh, or you feel the feelings and you don't know exactly how strong you feel it? All of those emotions are like heightened uh, when he does this. Um, so he feels all of these feelings of you, and he looks up and he goes, "Yeah, this one's uh, this one's good. This one's good too. <laughs> good enough, I'll say." I'll throw my fist in the air and slap <laughs> the sprite on the back. Uh, not, not too hard. I was gonna say you might send him flying. Yeah, uh, yeah you send gently. him on the back. He's all right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good, pal. Um, that just a little lighter next time. Um, you know, I'm very tiny, very tiny. Um, okay. So uh, which one to use next? I guess so. Tall weirdo or small weirdo? Go. Yeah, why don't you go? Why don't you go right ahead? <laughs> hmm. All <Okay>. right. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Oh, I mean, how's the weather down there? <laughs> and he flies on down and he's like... It's the same... Right, yeah, it's a sprite joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he looks at you guys and he's like, he's a little... He may be a little slow, but uh, we'll <laughs> see what his heart's like, you know? The slow ones are usually pretty nice, so we'll, we'll find out. Um, so he, he puts his hand on your heart and uh, if you would... Describe your emotions, feelings, and intentions. Um, it feels like uh, TV static. Like it's just grays and whites and just like trying to organize it and, and find the order of like chaos. Mm. Um, and uh, The emotions are confused like and like static? It's like trying to understand the world, but like not understanding it and just trying to like figure out how to understand it. Mm, so a lot of confusion and, yeah. and just kind of going along with things because kind of it's more like um like when you're trying to dial in a radio station how it has that like weird static and like you kind of get a station you mean like, like that's like, what he's getting yeah there's like ah, kind okay. of an emotion here and there but it's like mostly oh, just see. static he's like hmm this is a little you're a tricky one uh hold on let me try let me press a little harder and he's gonna really kind of focus in and try and find like pure heart intentions it feels like my pure heart and intentions is like trying to feel real emotions. Oh, I see. Yeah, like it's trying, just very like logical and like do. yeah. But you're so unable. Your yeah. your emotion is you have a strong desire to experience emotion. Right. Interesting. Okay. 
he kind of backs up a bit. And he goes, huh, well, I was not expecting all that in this <laughs> little package. But, you know, the littlest packages hold the best surprises. Oh, yeah. And then I pull out my bag of holding ring and I plug it into my backpack and I'm like, like here. And I pull out like, uh, I think I had a pen in there or something from like out of nowhere. Okay, this freaks him the fuck out. <laughs> um, he backs up and he has his bow drawn, and you didn't even see him do it. And he's like, "Get that! Get that! Put that away! Put that uh, away! Get that out of here!" Back in, get I'm it? Like, it's a little package, but it has the biggest things in it. Right? Yeah. No, that's not natural. You need to put that away, and um, you need to never take it out again in my presence or near my tree ever again. Oh, okay. All right. Um. We might need to check up on... He, he turns to Princess Guavadu. He's like, we might need to continue checking on him. Um, we'll move on for now. Uh, you. Tall well, oh, weird. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, didn't I already go? Right, yeah. You hide behind the tree over there. No, no. I think I don't think we uh, I don't think we got to you yet. Yeah, Tam like... He's got like just a little perspiration on his forehead that you've never... <laughs> he's always kind of a cool customer, but not right now. Um... So what, yeah, step on what, forward, step what on exactly up. are you looking at in there? Oh, uh, we're just seeing your your heart, your pure heart, your intentions. That's all. If you're a good guy, you shouldn't be worried. And he kind of stares at you, <laughs> like a penetrating stare. You know what, mate? Maybe it's better if I just, um, you know, go out on my own looking for Pen. No, you should probably just go back to the city. We'll handle Pen. You've done all you can here. Bye, Tam. No, you, you know what? <laughs> okay. Let's go right ahead. Come on. Fill me up here. All right. Step on up. Yeah, put your hands right here. Okay. He'll, he'll like, grab hey, the little he, guy's hand if he, and, like, If he right takes me his... and tries to squish me, you guys will avenge me, right? Oh, yeah. Princess, yes. what? I'm not going to try and squish you. I'm just going to weird you. vibe off this guy already. He's being very shifty. We're just looking for an excuse to get rid of him, so. I see. Well, hopefully I can give right. you one. Let's right. see. All right, and he kind of <laughs> cranes his neck. All right, let's go. Uh, and flies, flitters down to your chest, and puts both hands on your on your chest. And uh, what does he feel? And also, once you've done this, actually, tell me what you're feeling first. Yeah. I think Tam's like overwhelming emotion is just like, like crippling anxiety and fear of like what is going to be discovered when this guy looks into his soul, mm -hmm. uh, into his heart. Um, there's like a lot of darkness. There's like a, a lot of uh, like fear and hate um, and shame. Mm -hmm. um, but none of that's directed towards Pen. And there's like a flicker of of sort of um, like this desire for redemption and um, and like a longing to 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 do good and to, to like a hope that he is good. He, I don't think he knows if he's good. Mm -hmm. It's a, yeah. Okay. So he kind of takes his hands back and, and uh, looks up and he looks over to princess Guavadu and he gives her like a head nod towards you. And then he looks back at you and he goes, we're going to try it again. Think about the girl. And so he's going to put his hands on your chest. Does it change anything in your heart when he tells you to do that? Um, I think he's still really nervous, but yeah, if he thinks if he's able to focus on Pen at all, like that that like glow of goodness will like brighten, and he just wants to make sure she's safe and gets back to her parents. Okay, so you can also feel a, the slightest 
tickle on the inside of your brain. You don't know what it is. Like one that makes me like one that makes him laugh. Uh, no, not one that makes you laugh. Just like a a, okay. a a queer funny sensation on the inside of your brain that you wouldn't recognize as anything. But I need you, Noah, to tell me what is Tam thinking about. What is on his mind? As if he were the target of a detect thought spell. I need to know what's on his mind currently. Well, as we, as well, he tells him to think about Pen, basically. Oh, um, so so we have the emotions, like we have the heart, and then and then Princess Guavadu is basically uh, folks seeing your thoughts as well. Okay, so he's thinking about how like horrifying it would be to be separated from your parents, and he's thinking about when he was violently separated from his parents. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's thinking about his parents' death, the time when his parents were ripped away from him. Should I get more into that? I don't know. You can you can stop there. I mean, yeah, it's yeah pretty just, surface level. Um, yeah, no, and he honestly, he thinks about like when he was a kid and uh, living on the streets and like mm. doing whatever it took to survive. Mm. Yeah, uh, like horrible things. Mm. Um, just because he lost his parents and had no choice. Right. Okay. So after a little bit of the the red glows and it goes a little brighter, it goes a little brighter. It seems like he's really digging through. Uh, they, he pulls away. And he's like, and he actually, I shouldn't say had no choice, but he he had a choice whether to do bad things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he chose, I guess, he chose to do them. But it seems like it's come. It seems like it's out of this well of shame and fear and all yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. They they get all of that. They get that you did bad things. They get that you had to make the choice. They they get your thoughts. They get your emotions, and they go and they. Uh, excuse me, one moment. And they confer with each other, and they're and it sounds super cute and tiny because they're so tiny little. <laughs> do I know that they've read my thoughts? Uh, no, you do. You probably do not. No, uh, you just according felt to like the weird... rules, the target knows that you are probing into its mind. The that's if they probe into your mind with a save. Oh, they can just base read uh, your right. thoughts. Oh, without yep. without you knowing. Yeah, that is how that. Uh, so she wasn't probing that deep. Um, but basically, they they turn after a while, and they're like, "All right, sorry about that. Uh, he's just um, he's a he's a tough nut to crack, as we would say. Um, these two these two right here, they're good. Uh, you're a little confusing, but you're good. And you know what? Uh, sorry, yeah, my bad. Uh, so he they gesture to Galvin and Whiskers, and they go, "You two, you two are good. We trust you. I trust you." Also, I want to say that yeah. uh, <laughs> Whiskers just wants to be loved. Okay. That's the thing got they it. got. That would be the emotion, got his it. want. And I'll be honest, there are some worries that I have for all of you. None of you here is perfect, and I don't really trust any of y'all. Um, because you all have some 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 complications that could lead to some... Uh, could lead to some, uh, I don't know, some dangerous situations, uh, some dangerous predicaments. Seems and- like it already has. Right, yeah. So it's like the question is, do we want to allow you to continue that and to put this little girl in that path as well? Because there's four of you, and I'll say this, y'all got problems, all right? That's all I'm saying. He's being a little rough, but basically what Switch here is trying to say is that we approve Are of you going to take hearts. it to the touch? Oh, uh, no. Oh. What? No. Oh, I was <laughs> just going to say, if you got problems with us, then maybe you should take it to the tip. No one else is taking it to the tip's touch. No, we're... 
Oh, but no, you no, no. said oh, we're going we're to take cool. her to mm. tips. You touch. said that we're good, though. Right? Yes. No. We it's said my, you're good. Sorry, my bad. I just thought you were going to say that we we're bad. I need to clear this up. Right. This one, Tam, is good. You know, he's complex, is what I would call him. But I think there is some good in there, and he just got to dig real deep and get it. You and... don't know anything about me. Well, you know what, Princess? Okay. Rodane <laughs> did bless him. Rodane did want him to be alive, so maybe there is something to the old fuckhead and after all. Oh, there we go. Well, that's right. Rodane blessed me right on the head well, with a rose petal. Uh, that's nice, but uh, and in then here, a halo later. Nim is the only later. one who matters in these for us. Oh, I get it. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, Jamie, speaking in her voice. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, Nim, the goddess of the forest, is the only one that matters in here, and uh, I don't really care about your your Rodane, whoever you're. I don't really care about her. She is the queen. Uh, right. The goddess Rodane. Yeah, okay, I know. Um, and you got your own issues with that. So, we're just going to <laughs> take you all. I think you've earned it. I think you all have g- enough good in you. More good in you, I would say, than that cold woman. So, I think, I think we can take you. I think we can chalk that up as a victory, team. Indeed. And if, Tam- we have, if we have the help of these wonderful beings this is indeed a victory quite true <laughs> yeah well here's the thing um they we can only i can only distract the 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 other woman uh for so long um we're gonna have to kind of take care of them otherwise she's def they're definitely gonna find that little girl um so switch i was actually gonna ask you um if you wouldn't mind helping us out with one teensy little bitty gumdrop favor what do you need? Well, I think we sh- we need to make sure that they don't follow and get the little girl so that these guys, there's no way they're going to catch up. They're on horses. Look, I don't, I'm tired. I'm going back to sleep. You, please, please, please. No, I'm, I'm going back to sleep. And he starts flying back to the train. And she's like, come on, come on. We need your help. We need your help. Switch, switch. They killed some horses. And then Switch like stops flying towards the tree, and he turns he turns around in midair and he goes, "She killed, what? Two horses for no reason. We weren't even going to get on them and ride away, not without Pen. I'm also pretty sure they 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 were killing horses before we left the city. Also, yes, yeah. you know, just murdering them in the streets. I don't remember anything Bunch of about horse that. Horse them. Uh, Switch just takes all of this in, and then he like puts his fingers in his mouth and whistles real loud. At which point, uh. Five other sprites of varying genders, like flitter out of the tree, uh, all armed with like, or they're, they're not armed yet actually. And he's like, "Hey, sprites, woodpeckers! Hey, hey, hey!" And he starts like snapping, getting their attention. Woodpeckers, we got some horse killers in our forest. Get your gear. We're going hunting. <laughs> and they fly, they fly up into the trees, and they emerge like a second later with um. With little uh, like bows and, and little swords that are look like they're made entirely of wood that seem like razor sharp, um, and he's like, he's like, all right, lead the way, and and uh, she is going to uh, uh, Princess Guavadu is going to go now. Look, 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 look. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show you uh, with my lights. I'm gonna guide you to her. All right, and it's also gonna guide you around the dark, malevolent things that may wish to do you harm in these woods. Um, but I'm, I am going to, once I show you the right way, basically point you the way forward, I'm going to need to go help them because as strong as they are, they're still going to need my help. Um, so I'm going to point you in their direction and then 
you're going to find her. Doesn't that sound great and lovely and magical? It sounds all of those words, Princess Guavadu. And let me say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, you. And she flies down and she takes her little uh, silver flower that looks like a star and she like flitters it on your nose and on your whiskers. and (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. You're so sweet. Good kitty. Yes. All right. Perfect. All right. Follow me. We're just going to go a little bit this way. I'm going to catch up with them in just a second. I'm going to lead you off in the right direction. Follow me. And she starts like zipping off in the woods. And she, as she goes, summons these little like bobbing lights. Oh, I'm going to like write everything I can down about these floating bobbing lights. They just kind of like drift out of her. Yeah. Uh, She'll kind of like swing wide to the right and then swing wide to the left. And as she does that, there's this little like it starts off looking like a little firefly. And it's kind of comes off of her and then it grows and grows and it's just they give off these little beacons of light that kind of they're like separated every 20 feet or so in kind of uh, diagonal directions and they just lead into the forest totally documenting these things and like trying to figure out how they work and like how I can make it make fake of fake versions of these for sure yeah Uh, and Uh, before we leave I'm going to turn to Tam and say Tam I know we've had our differences but it seems that not only Rodane, but the sprites of the forest have blessed you, so. And I take out your dagger that I had and give oh. it to you. You found my dagger. I think you should have it. Did you also find my garrot? No. Well, that's all I have to do. Right, you're welcome. Thank you, Justice. I am still in your debt. Thank you, Tam. Please don't let me down. I'm going to spin the dagger out of my finger and then stick it into my pants. I'll do one eyebrow up like, nice. And I got a little respect for you, dog. Yeah. It's in my waistband. Nice. I was going to ask you if you accidentally cut your waistband. In my Hanes band. In your Hanes band. Your Hanes band. Okay, cool. So you guys follow along the dancing lights and it goes on for about 40, 50 feet and then you catch up to her and she is just uh, floating in the air and you can just see her back. Uh, Princess Gravadu. Princess Gravadu is just floating in the air and you kind of walk up to her like what's the deal and she is just floating there wide-eyed with her wand up in the air and she is just staring straight ahead and then she she feels you guys come up behind her and she looks down to the ground she's like oh this is not good this is really really not good. What's oh, happened? No. Um, what's going on Princess um, Gravadu? Um, Tell it, us. It's going to be fine. Um, look uh, you all are going to need to get in there um, because uh, Pen has wandered right into the territory of the Weeping Willow. Uh, the what? The wh- where is she? Um, it's all right. It's just, Whiskers runs off. It's towards the door. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's wherever got the right she's idea. looking. Yeah, I'll you'll chase find after out. Whiskers. Where, you'll find what out. What is the Weeping Willow? You'll see. You'll see. Good okay. luck. I'm going to rejoin them. Good luck. Ooh. And then she flies off through the woods. And you all carry on walking through. Uh, is your fiddle still got light on it, you think? Um, I would have tra- I would cast it on something else like my staff. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, yeah, the little bishop piece in yeah. your staff, probably. Yeah. Uh, so vroom, as her lights kind of disappear, uh, your light kind of with the moonlight lights up, um, giving off this cold moonlit glow, and uh, you all well, walk through the forest. You can see like a clearing, like thirty feet ahead of you or so, and you make your way through the dark of these forests, kind of crunching over grass and leaves, and moving your way past uh, branches and stuff like that. And uh, you enter into this, I, I say clearing, but it's it's pretty overgrown. There is a, it's very clearly, the like, these runes are very old. It is the runes of some sort of 
uh, stone building was here a long time ago. Uh, these runes are, yeah, they're so overgrown that the only way you can even tell these runes are here is that so is that like in the area where you guys are, uh, so often there are like patches of flagstones on the ground that are like m like a lot of covered in moss. And uh, but when you step out kind of into this clearing, you can hear like the flagstones under your feet, kind of. Yeah. Um, and you see these these trees growing up here and there, and there are uh, rows of wells, two rows of wells separated by about 20 feet, just making two columns uh, and just kind of lining a pathway that leads down to the only remains of these stone runes that still seem to be standing. The walls seem to have been toppled and grown over long ago. And sure enough, you look and you can see some grown over stones and stuff like that. And at the far end of the runes, you can see uh, what looks like there's just like the barest remains of a stone wall that looks like it has a giant tree that's kind of grown up through this stone wall even. Uh, the stone wall is just kind of kind of up against it. And you can kind of make out a bit of movement. It's, it's like 60, 70 feet down uh, past these these wells. I'm going to run towards the movement. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So you kind of run and every, you'll be, you're walking on, you're running on half dirt, half uh, flagstone and you I'll take out the past gavel. these wells. Yeah, for sure. When I get close to where I think that movement was, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and hide behind something and creep up more slowly. Mm, okay, cool. So yeah, so you no, get, I'll, I'll take my light out. Take you my, take, turn my light off. Oh yeah. You close. extinguish the light. Yeah. So you get, uh, you get probably 40 feet away from the movement and you can kind of make out what it is. Do you want to um, hide behind something or? Uh, yeah, because she seemed like, she, like uh, Princess Guavadu seemed like she thought there was some something threatening here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So if I see the movement, yeah, I'm going to try and take cover and hide. Yeah, yeah, you can take cover up. like 10 feet to your left and 10 feet to your right because there's like a 20-foot lane in the middle. Uh, there are the wells that you could probably duck behind. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Cool. I would like to close my eyes and just really like connect to my surroundings right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to use Divine Sense to see if what we're coming up against Ooh. is... Yeah, what what exactly does that do? As an action, I can sense celestial, fiends, undead, consecrated, desecrated creatures within 60 feet until the end of my next turn, so for like six seconds. Got it. Okay, so... I sense the type and location phase, huh? if it's not behind total cover. If it's not behind total cover. Okay, so you actually sense... Uh, I, yeah, you actually sense that this area that you guys are in, um, it's... Very, it's very dim and almost dormant and faded, but it is uh, consecrated ground that you all are walking on, and you get this faint sense from all around you. These wells, these this area where you once stood is is it used to be a long time ago a holy place. There's something off about this place, gentlemen. And I'm, as, going, I'm gonna yeah. summon Lumund and um, not summon him, but um, ask for <laughs> he his appears. Help. Hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, ask for his help and restore one of my first level spells with sorcery. For sure. Sorcery. Cool. Uh, Rondri, do you want to do anything as you guys approach the far end of the runes? I'm going to look around and, like, uh, do the runes have any language or anything written on them? Or You don't see anything written on the, the well. And, like I said, the only runes that you guys are really around are, like, the flagstone floors that you kind of walk over every now and then. You can see down at the other end, uh, right before the these steps that lead up to, like, a, a crumbled altar with the back wall against a giant tree, uh, there seems to be a large fountain as well. It's not spewing water or anything anymore. Um, but it's this kind of a big, a big clearing, like a forty-foot circle, and the little fountain in the middle. And you can see, uh, 
down at that end, uh, up those little steps, kind of leaning against the altar, leaning against the tree, uh, there is a, there seems to be some sort of humanoid figure that skin, it, it, you thought it was just more overgrowth and tree, but it is a humanoid figure that skin seems to be dry, uh, dried and twisting bark, and her hair sticks up like a dead tree's canopy with these just like twisting branches and twigs kind of sticking up in the air. And uh, she is sitting on this little kind of altar that's kind of been, oh, this like bench behind this altar. And she is sitting there and Pen is laying across her lap and she is kind of weaving little leaves and flowers uh, into Pen's hair. And this, this like tree person is just kind of stroking her head gently and, uh, and, and, weaving these flowers into her hair. Oh, hey, uh, you've found our friend here. And she she looks up at you, and her face is kind of neutral. And you're still pretty far away, so you can't really make out her, her face very well. But there is a wind that... The whole forest goes silent, and there is a wind that rustles through trees where you can just hear branch, branches shake violently. Like the, the clatter of a bunch of branches, like... Uh, hey, guys... <laughs> Guys, hello. Oh yes, that's actually that's actually where we're gonna call it. For this Son episode. of a bitch! Is this some sort of a? It's a long wind. It's a I very was still long doing wind. The wind noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I got really involved with the wind noises. They were good. Solid, sort of solid wind. Like tree Holy. lady. Inspiration. Inspiration for your tree noises. Oh, thanks. For the rest of this game, <laughs> which is now over. All right. <laughs> they were very good. You get inspiration for this outro. Thank you. Can I get inspiration to go back and say that when I do divine sense, I just get on my knees and pray? That's what it looks like. Uh, yeah, you can. Yes, you have inspiration for the rest of this game for doing that. Yeah. Sick, thanks, dude. Yeah, appreciate it. Of course, it. man. I got you. Mm. That was so eerie. That was eerie, right? That was dope, dude. That was cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponsored uh, by Sprites. Sponsored. <laughs> Sprites Remix. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite Sprites. Remix. <laughs> Sorry. I prefer Sierra Mist. No, you don't. no, I don't. Like that, You're right. Yeah. Nobody does. <laughs> Said nobody. Not sponsored. Uh, cool. Well, thank you all very much for listening. It means so much to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Seriously. Tune in next week for a new episode to find out what happens next with this mysterious tree person. And please help us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. Rate me! No, oh, jeez. Oh, rate, no, rate, no, me. No. rate me, rate me. I said, rate me. There's nothing wrong with saying, rate me, rate me and my podcast. Uh, that's all we're asking. I, I don't know what you're jeezing. Sponsored uh, by Nirvana. Sponsored by Weird Al, baby. Uh, <laughs> we should get him on the show. We should get him on the show. That'd be pretty dope. I, I, I can oh, make wow. that happen. We'll, we'll, we'll both call. Yeah, call, call, call. You guys yeah. both have Weird Al's number? I'm going to yeah. call him, too. Yeah. I'll call today. You'll call now. <laughs> uh, Is that it? <laughs> That's basically it. I just wanted to let people know that... Um, if they uh, that that reviews really help new podcasts, uh, if that you write a review, true. we will give you. If you write a positive review, we will mm. give you a shout out. Mm. It's super awesome. It's super cool. Mm. And if you write us a sweet ass review and you use the word ass in it, we <laughs> we will. Your name might end up as an NPC in the world of Spurs. Yeah, Princess Guavadu. If you didn't know, Princess Guavadu was an actual person. That yeah, that's a real name. Yeah, yeah she that's a real name. On whatever podcast platform. 
So thank you, Princess thank you, Princess Guavadu. Thank you, Princess Guavadu. Yeah, it just it just so happened that like it was like Princess I was like, Guavadu. oh wow, they're they're gonna run to a pixie. That we got this person who just keeps blowing us up on Twitter named Princess Guavadu. What a quinky <laughs> dang. Guys, I heard that iTunes is going to be no more. And now we're talking about what? Apple Podcasts. They're breaking it down. Oh, yeah, that's really? Right. Yeah, there's no more Apple iTunes that does everything soon. All right. So Whoa. look out for that. Yes. Apple Podcasts. Apple that's Podcast. technically, you know, where you want to go, right? Or whatever podcast platform. I was going to say, I use Droids. Use. So I don't even know the name of the thing I use. But wherever you got this podcast, just go back there. Mm. I mean, like, it's as easy as that. You remember where you got it? Go back. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so uh, Thank you, Eric DeLong, for writing the music. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you, Diana Kachikian. Yes. You're the best. Um, if you want to chat, please add us at Magic Quest Boys on Twitter and Instagram and use our hashtag MQBD. Uh, and we want to talk to you, even if you're just a lone, single little fan out there. And you're just like nobody wants to talk to me. I'm what am I? Who am I? Who I am will I? talk to you. David will talk to you. If David, you have something has private something. that you want to say to us that you don't want other people to hear. Yeah. You know, DMs are open. Also, magicquestboys at gmail.com. If you just want to write each oh, that's of us true. an individual love letter, and we'll write back to you our Ooh. love for you. Um, but write Twitter's us, better. Write us a love letter. You can be on the show. Boom. There you go. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, patent not pending. Yeah, that's uh, good. Definitely get... pending. I'm going to pen the patent out of that. You heard Jared. Crushing. <laughs> he is. You're on fire. <laughs> Dang, babies. All right. Thank you all so much. We love, love, love you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, will they be able to rescue Pen from this weird, tr- creepy tree woman? We'll find out next week. See you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. The Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys of Dragon Town. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys. Magic Quest Boys Town.